Welcome to Busy House Happy Home, where you can ask Charlie your home dilemmas and I will help you along with my expert friends so your busy house becomes a happy home. Welcome back to Busy House Happy Home. It's great to be back with you for season two. Now, I would be seriously grateful if you would subscribe to the podcast, to leave a review and also to share the podcast with anyone that you think may enjoy listening as well. Thank you. Today, I am chatting on the podcast to Justine and Justine runs vintage pieces and many of you will know that I love vintage I love pre-loved things I love giving something a new lease of life and I wanted to have this conversation with Justine because I think it's really lovely to have beautiful things around your home that bring you joy and then you feel happier and so I'm always saying this podcast is called busy house happy home and we have to have you know, lovely things around us to make us happy that bring us joy. So welcome, Justine, to the podcast. Hello, Charlie. It's lovely to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, you're welcome. Justine, will you tell us a little bit of background about you and how Vintage Pieces came about? Absolutely. Um, My background going way back was in public relations, and I worked in fashion and interiors public relations. So um did a serious stint in London way back and then moved to the country to have uh, my two lovely girls and continued along that line for quite a while. It was a very, very good and active business. Um, However, um, I've always bought from auction houses. When we we did up our lovely little farmhouse in, in Leicestershire, we really, um, you know, like everybody, when you're starting up a new home, I mean, we've had homes in London and we moved a lot of stuff with us, but people give you things and then you think, oh, I really need a proper kitchen table. And as you know, Charlie, the best place to go is your auction house or, or to buy from a local sort of um, uh, secondhand store or something like that. It doesn't have to be antique. It can just be vintage and it can just be well-worn and rather loved and it fits beautifully into a home looking like you haven't just taken a plastic wrapper off it (laughs) so so just before lockdown I was just thinking you know what else can I do I need something else to keep me frantically busy which is how I like to be and I um realized that part of my love is sort of as you say the things that bring you joy every day and it can be our gardens it can be things that we can bring into our home as well from the garden And I've always had a soft spot for ceramics. I think coming from a relatively sort of artistic family, you know, visual interpretation of things is really important. And I just realized that vintage was becoming more and more um, popular, I suppose, especially with younger kids like my girls are now in their early 20s and they wanted to buy second hand. They didn't want to contribute to waste. They wanted to recycle, reuse, repurpose. And it just seemed to have the right vibe at that time. And so I thought, right, this is what I'm going to do. (laughs) Another good excuse to go to auction houses. Absolutely, it's my job. (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. I can go shopping for a job, this is marvellous. And then of course lockdown happened. And so um, one was still able to shop through auction houses. It was all on the button and, you know, all online. And then I thought, right, well, I'm gonna take this the next step. And, yeah I sort of set up an Instagram page 
and started posting um, sort of my influences, I suppose. I, I wasn't holding stock so much at that stage, but I started to post the things that brought me joy, actually. And I realized that, yes, I can do this. And um, so I've been going pretty much two years now and um, having always had a love of, you know, decorative pieces, decorative accessories that you can create a corner in your room or your home and maybe somewhere an area that wasn't used previously. Also, we did that whole home officing thing, you know, where people had to work from home. Yeah. Absolutely. So there was a real sort of feeling of, oh, let's make this corner really pretty and, and, and conducive to work, I suppose. So, yeah, yeah that, that's what really sparked it. Amazing. Amazing. I love that. And I, I think, um, you know, just putting, you know, a pretty vase, a pretty jug into your house can, and then filling it with flowers or whatever it might be can just you know make a boring corner look really beautiful Absolutely. and that's how I love sort of styling my home it's just having you know pretty things and they don't need to cost a fortune no no but they can make a big difference I think that's the difference between how people perceive antiques uh, which can be frightfully costly and 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 the difference between antiques and vintage so antiques is sort of over 100 years old vintage is under 100 years old wherever you are currently on date and that's the sort of broader spectrum of it. However, what you have to remember is that craftsmanship 100 years ago and, and, and less than that was maybe significantly better than it is now in a lot of cases Absolutely. where we're so used to cheap and cheerful imports from all over the world. And there's nothing wrong with those. But at the same time, if you can find something that was made with a little bit more care and less air miles and closer to home, you know, we have fabulous English pottery still across this country and um, studio pottery and things like that and glass makers you know there's a beautiful I found yesterday I sourced yesterday this beautiful blue vase that isn't on the internet yet but not on my website yet but it's from a very famous glass um, house um, in Guernsey and it has you know the recognizable stamp of three lions on the base on the pontal mark so it's hand-blown glass in that beautiful cobalt blue and, you know, the weight and the quality of it is you just can't find that. No. And it's it's so lovely to source these sort of individual unique pieces. I bought a jug recently from you that's got two bunnies on it. And on the first of every month, the first words that um, Simon and I say to one another and to the children is white rabbits, white rabbits, white rabbits. And you had this jug with white rabbits on and it was just meant for me but I look at that jug I think of you oh. I think of the first of every month and I know that I'm going to really love on the first the first of each month putting some pretty something from the garden in it and just having a beautiful piece yeah. I think that's I think that's fun. also the thing that you touched on there was sort of um these are often, because not all of them survive, so often they are rare, rare in their own sense, and they're mm. sometimes one-off pieces. So when you see something, for goodness sake, if you want to fall in love with it, don't hold back, you know, just, just dive Buy in. Buy it, exactly. I mean, I'm not just saying that for me, but I know that if I walk away from something that I'm buying for myself, and I think, damn it, I should have bought that, you know, and you do wow. regret it sometimes. So I, I do think, yes, go for it. If it's a one-off piece and you're going to treasure it and love it and use it every day. Yeah, and that's the great thing with vintage is the price point is yes. far more affordable. Definitely. And so it's not something that you need to um and ah and necessarily think about no. for no. days. It's, it's 
relatively um you know oh absolutely absolutely i mean i i like to offer okay. smaller things too because some people do like little collectibles um i also like large impact pieces like big vases and jugs as you say but prices you know can be very reasonable they can start at sort of 10 12 pounds for something that is different and speaks to somebody um yeah. <laughs> obviously you know we have pieces going up to 100 pounds or so but um ultimately you don't have to spend a fortune and it's quite fun and i also think youngsters love to get into it you know i remember going to toy shops with my pocket money but i think these days take them to the village fete go to the white elephant stall encourage them to buy a secondhand book or encourage them to go and buy something for their bedroom or i don't know you know yeah absolutely we have a new sponsor for season two of the podcast, Lee Linton from The Ultimate Shred. I have been doing Lee's workouts for over six years and I am a massive, massive fan. Lee has been life-changing for me, getting fit and getting strong. But one of her products that I really love is her matcha. So many people say, Charlie, where do you get your energy from? And the secret is matcha matcha is packed full of antioxidants it is brilliant for your immune system it's great for your hair for your nails for your skin it helps with water retention it helps with bloating and it gives you a, a caffeine um, boost but not like drinking coffee or tea or, or having um, you know caffe caffeinated drinks it just is a slow release so it gives you this sort of lovely energy boost throughout the day and I'm a massive massive fan of it I drink it every single day Lee has kindly given us a discount code of charlie10 all the details will be linked down below in the show notes for you to take advantage of that so I hope I hope you do because it really is wonderful wonderful stuff and you're also very very helpful you knew that I was looking for a new dinner surface because yes. our our plates had really seen better days and actually it was really difficult for me to take photos of food on them because <laughs> it was they were chipped and they just yes were not were not looking their best and you really kindly put me in touch with somebody that was selling beautiful um spurred china Absolutely. and you knew it was the pattern that I liked and that was so kind well, and yeah. now we've got a beautiful you know dinner service that okay. didn't cost the earth yeah. you know it's affordable and you know you can't I like to have lots of people over I love to entertain I love to have a full house so I need lots lots of plates but actually it's really expensive to go to John Lewis's and mm -hmm. buy a whole range it's far better to find you know oh, yeah. absolutely and i'm very happy to take commissions like that because in fact there's one lady who just reminded me of her she lives probably 20 minutes from me and her husband loves entertaining during the winter months particularly i think it just livens everything up i'm sure she has her summer barbecues too probably should be on your course as well yeah. <laughs> and maybe you'll repeat that next year i don't know um, but um she just says on an ongoing basis if you see this china you know just buy it for me you know and she said I just want dinner plates side plates pudding basins or bowls you know and and so I do and you know I just pop it down and because she's close enough um and so things like that if people are looking for something specific I can always help them and yeah. we may not come across it immediately but always happy to look for people yeah yeah which is which is really lovely and you're out and about 
looking at things all the time, sourcing them. And so you are far more likely to come across something than, than people that aren't going out and about. And... I think so. I think so. I mean, I have a really good dealer network. We all do work together, which is why I was able to put you in touch with somebody else that was selling things like the dinner service. So if we don't have it, we're very happy because it's part of a big community to then forward your name or contact details onto somebody else or vice versa. But um, I'm very lucky because I'm in the Midlands and because, you know, Stoke-on-Trent was the centre of all pottery throughout the world, really, um, for a very long time. I seem to major on quite a lot of that, but I have fabulous dealers right across this county and into all the neighbouring counties who I can draw upon for specific things. And I know if I'm going somewhere, if I'm looking for something, you know, I can, I can, I can usually find what somebody's looking for. Yeah. And what sort of things, Justine, do you specialise in? Um, I guess I've become slightly addicted to large mantle vases. <laughs> um, so these were the mantle vases that were originally um, produced um, by the Fulham Potteries um, in London a very long time ago, um, turn of the century really. And um, Constance Spry, who most people who are into any sort of floristry, will know that she commissioned the Fulham Potteries to make some vases specifically on quite a sort of organic feel and some are truly stunning, some are more everyday, but um, I, I just find them quite entrancing and even little Wedgwood pieces, you know, that very pure white look, very simplistic, but it fits into any home. So whether you've got a classical house or a really modern apartment in sort of London Docklands or something, you can put these timeless pieces in. So that's what I'd say I probably specialise in vases of all sorts and jugs. I mean, my goodness me, my first spring in this business, I think I sold about, I don't know, well over a hundred jugs because people just want to go to the garden and pick whatever they can find. I don't think you can ever have too many jugs. No, so useful for, um, <laughs> you know, serving at the table, putting flowers in, what anything, exactly. Yeah, anything. So, so I guess those, those things are what I'm known for. I mean, I had some lovely press in one of the um, Holmes uh, magazines about the fact that, you know, we do specialise in vases, which was great. And um, this summer particularly, I don't know whether you've seen, but on the high street and in, in sort of top end interior stores, that whole Majolica look has come back. Yeah. So whether you're finding it from Portugal or Spain or, or lovely English Majolica. I mean, you've got to look at the things like Carlton Ware, which has yeah. been going for a very long time and it's still the prettiest pieces. They're, they're, they're the prettiest pieces around. I mean, I sourced one this week, which I can't show you because obviously this is voice only, but it is an absolute stunner. Um, so, you know, it's one of those things that you just think, oh my goodness somebody's going to love that and if I fall in love with it then I'm sure somebody else will <laughs> yes well you've got such beautiful taste that um I think that really really helps because well everything um on your website I find just just beautiful and really really gorgeous and useful pieces it's about having useful pieces in your home it's there's no point buying things that you're not going to use no 
I'm a great believer in, you know, if you've got these things, use them. Don't save them for best. Don't keep them, you know, for a special occasion. Just get them out and use them because, it, you know, there's no point in them being sat in a cupboard. Definitely. And I think people have um, also, I find when I'm, I'm talking to customers and I get a lot of lovely comments and emails and we DM and stuff like that on Instagram, People don't hold back like they might have done three years ago. There's much more a feeling of living for the moment now. And I think when people see something they love, they just think, yes, absolutely. And so when they're then entertaining family and friends at home, they're much more relaxed. I mean, obviously, if one needs a proper dinner service also, but outside, you know, if you're entertaining in the summer, put a lovely mix and match selection of plates on the table. People love to choose one they love and then load it with salad or whatever. It's one of those things It's you can just make tables look beautiful with a real um, variety of pieces, I think, and colour. Colour is yeah. crucial. <laughs> colour is crucial, Justine. It really, really is. And I think, you know, you're right. There has been a big shift over the last couple of years. We've been to a few sort of parties and things recently that have just had the most wonderful atmosphere mm. because people are just so thrilled to be able to get together and to join in our neighbours across uh, across the lane had um a, a queen's jubilee party and it was just you know the local locals in our little hamlet and do you know what it was the happiest afternoon we walked down there with a basket with, with some drink and cocoa baked cake and we put it on a beautiful plate and it was just so lovely and such a lovely atmosphere and i think people really are enjoying spending time um in each other's company and, and so. we make so. an effort and that's an extension of you know what we are doing with um the things in our homes as well and and also you know it as you say it doesn't have to cost the earth so sometimes i have got had a customer and she bought something and she said it's so lovely i actually bought it as a special birthday present for a girlfriend but now i really want to keep it and i said no 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 just just give it to your girlfriend um, and then of course they come back and buy things so so gifting um in in its original sense i think people are much happier also to have something with a bit of provenance and a bit of history yeah. And you can, I mean, you've bought presents as well, haven't you? Vintage Absolutely. presents. Um, yeah. They're really quirky. But, yeah. Yes. Do you remember the elephant? <laughs> the elephant money box. He was, had quite a sort of dramatic action about him, but it was quite fun. So, yeah. um, he yes, he was wonderful. I bought him from Justine for Gus, who loves animals just loves animals and I just and he's quirky he's a quirky little boy and I thought that he would just get that and find it really funny and yeah. he, he loves it it's okay. on his window cell in his bedroom <laughs> um, and I think that's what's really lovely is just finding unique different things and 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 you know you don't have to go and buy something new as a present for somebody yeah. actually buy something that that you love that you know you think is really gorgeous and different and unique. I think that's what's so lovely about. I think also, um, you when you're giving to younger generations. Um, I mean, I have two goddaughters, and I would. I mean, one of them is incredibly into her books. So, for example, I would go and maybe buy a vintage. I don't stock vintage, but well, I stock a few. But you know, I would go and buy maybe something she would find really fascinating—a beautiful old bound book. Um, 
and and she and she, and the other one is much more um she's got a real 1970s vibe to her so probably i would go and buy her something vintage clothing wise you know which is fun yeah. but i just think you can give very happily maybe a little treasure whether it's a sort of little scent bottle or something that later in their life and christening presents too you know you can yeah. do with that it's not absolutely for christening presents i always buy something sort of old and and that I think is beautiful and I think it's um there's a lot more meaning and thought that goes into a present like that for somebody rather than just buying you know ordering a book on Amazon actually going into a into a secondhand bookshop and choosing a really lovely book for somebody but also you know it's great to be able to shop online and you know you and I were talking about that sometimes with children it's just not easy to drag them around the shops and so it's great having the option of being able to absolutely absolutely there are lots of lovely summer outdoor events where you could probably go and buy vintage in fact we're going to do our first one in person at the end of August down at the Dorset Bacont which will be great fun um, but in the meantime, actually, we all know that feeling of thinking, oh, gosh, I really need to buy something, but I can't possibly do it with my children in tow. And actually, if you once they're in bed and you sit down with your favourite tipple or whatever, you know, you can still, you know, get on the Internet or get on Instagram and spot things up that are inspiring. And most people have a good returns policy. You know, if, if some or if something, you know, unfortunately, I mean, it very rarely happens, but if something gets damaged in the post, you know, there are backup sort of, or, you know, things that one can do. And you're dealing with the person. You're not dealing with this sort of multi-global corporate entity. Yeah. It's small businesses. And we have to remember, we have to support small businesses in, in, in this We really world. do. Yeah. We really do. And more so now than ever, because the world has just gone crazy. I mean, the prices are through the roof. And, you know, we, we, we've all, yes, it's, it's difficult unsettling times but I think that whole thing about being making your home as inspiring as possible and as joyous as possible is really important and as you say we've all welcomed the social aspect back into our lives so why not make your home an even more special place for your friends and family to visit and you can do that with vintage pieces without breaking the bank and I think if we are all on a bit of a budget you know driving x amount of miles at the moment is you've got to have a real reason or three reasons to go out in your car almost at the moment absolutely um, yeah so yeah that little that little laptop or uh, gadget is quite handy at these times definitely 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 and um you, you know i think it's lovely to be able to reuse and repurpose things definitely definitely yeah it's so lovely to give things a new lease of life um yeah um i mean we we do um try and suggest things like the other day i sold most beautiful um welsh uh hand-painted bowl to a customer and she'd been umming and ahhing about it a bit because it, it was you know it was it was more on the antique end of the scale rather than vintage and it's quite special and i've had a couple they're like a little footed bowl and beautiful um called gaudy welsh so that's the sort of style of them and there's just something about them that's really timeless, but still quite joyous in, in the hand-painted aspect of it. And she'd, she went for it, she, she bought it. And then she sent me this most lovely picture. And on her bedside table where she has her lamp and her book and maybe pops a glass of water at night, 
there is her gorgeous bowl and we all have one of those bowls where we just sort of dump stuff in it at the end of the day whether it's on your dressing table or your bedside table I mean I know I invariably forget to take my earrings off and get into bed and get oh gosh you know you've got to get those off and ping they go into the little bowl on the side of the bed so you know using you don't have to eat out of a bowl it can be decorative you can put in a uh, a frog you know which is the thing that holds flowers in place when you do an arrangement yeah. You can um, pop bits and pieces in it on a hall table. It's just finding little places. And also guest rooms are so lovely. You know, if you do think about the detail, I mean, my mother was big on that. You know, always when I went to stay, you know, back at home, she'd have a little posy sort of vase with a few yeah. sprigs from the garden in and a little bowl and maybe a nice sort of um, little jug with a spe specific glass to drink with it. So yeah. I just think... And those little touches. I was about to say exactly those little touches. <laughs> we were both thinking. Well, we're all the same way. Absolutely. It makes such a difference. It just takes a moment. But actually, if you go and stay somewhere, it's lovely to have a, a little, you know, jug or vase with some pretty flowers. It's lovely to have a jug with water and a glass mm. on the bedside table. And that just mm. takes moments for you to do. But it goes such a long way it does it does and I had in fact I had a, uh, another customer contact me the other day and she'd missed out on a really lovely old um the Victorians used to have these uh, sort of elongated um ceramic with a lid uh toothbrush holders so that they would keep that you know and they've sometimes yeah. very highly decorative and the one I bought a long time ago I couldn't let it go when I love something too much it has to sit on my dresser or in my bedroom or something so I can look at it for a bit and then, <laughs> and then eventually I can let it go and she just missed out on that one and um she said well have you got any others like it so I sent her a couple of links and I said well just let me know the colors you're looking for and next time I'm out and about you never know I might spot something and it could just be a little bowl for soaps for her bathroom or something but she was looking for something that went with a particular color scheme and I think that that is important that people can individualize their interiors to be a reflection of the things they love and who they are themselves. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I think, um, I think that's, it's lovely. And I think it's lovely gathering, you know, pieces over, over time. I don't think your home is ever complete. No. There's always little bits that you can add to. And I love thinking about who's used it before, oh, where it's been. Yeah the stories that that piece could tell um, I often think about about that and I think it's yeah, yeah and, and interestingly um, beyond the history of something the one thing that was quite inspiring because I do follow a couple of interior designers is the element of texture in a home so um, when you're looking at a room I mean I'm a big fan of vintage wicker baskets and you know whether they're used for storage or display or I don't know, in your pantry or whatever, you know, they're great. And, 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 the, and the old wicker sort of boxes that you can put in a sitting room. And it's about mixing up the textures too, because there's one interior designer I follow and he says, you know, a living room is not complete without something with a bit, which has got a bit of gloss as well. You know, something a bit glossy just can lift the whole room. And whether it's a glaze on a pot or a piece of glass, colored glass or something, it's a good point he makes. You know, you can have all the textiles known to man all sitting as they should in a lovely, in a lovely um, sort of symphony together. But sometimes you need to introduce other textures into a home. And, and, and vintage is very good for doing that, whether it's a piece of, art I mean you know we all come across I've got a lovely original watercolor at the moment of some geese 
and it's mm. just really sweet and it's beautifully framed and it's an original and and just sort of textures different aspects of rooms pictures anything yeah. really but to and put it all together exactly they pull it we're, we're completely on the same wavelength because i was about to say that they do they pull it all together and it's those they're the sort of finishing touches they're the things that make a home a home and feel like a home and you know most people that know me will know that you know I like to have beautiful things around me I, I'm not a minimalist I think if I lived in a sleek flat in London it would be different but actually in the countryside I want to have things that that make it feel homely really make it sing absolutely yeah, it's, uh, it is one of those things where you just have to, you know, obviously there is a point where you think, oh, hang on, you know, what's the fine line between just the right amount and a little bit too much? And, and then, you know, that maybe you need to start recycling yourself slightly. They want flatter. Exactly, exactly. But no, there was one thing that really stuck with me. I think when I, just before I started the company, which was um, just before I started Vintage Pieces, which was, you know, make sure that in your home there are all these lovely places to sit so if you have somebody round, or if you pick up the phone to someone when you sit down wherever you are in the house there's a comfortable chair i know that sounds basic but there's a comfortable chair there's a table with a lamp you know so that you can actually see if it's in the winter or you know there's somewhere to put your glass and and it's just those little things don't plonk yourself down the chair and go oh god I've got nowhere to put my glass you know I'm nowhere to put this or you know it's got to be slightly thought out but it's not a big deal and I thought gosh if it's that simple we'll, we can all do this <laughs> and make, then, then make it pretty you know have some lovely vintage books have a little bowl yeah have something that's quirky I mean like you know I love those goggle jugs you know have something a bit different yes yeah, absolutely. No, I quite agree. And I, I think, you know, again, thinking back to sort of different textures and layers, you know, I love to have a wicker basket with some blankets. You yeah. know, if, if it's a chilly evening, you can just grab a blanket and that just all brings sort of coziness into our house. It does make a home a home. I mean, yeah. it really does. And, and so, yeah, I'm delighted that I've met with such a lovely reaction to what I'm doing and, uh, and especially for your support also, obviously, because it's just nice to chat with people who sort of get it. Yeah. And I think more and more people do get it. And what gives me great hope is that younger generations have already got it. Yeah. You know, they're, the, they're the first one down to a flea market. You know, my, my yeah. young daughter's in Copenhagen at the moment. She sent me pictures yesterday and it was for fashion, obviously, because that's her thing. But there she was, you know, acquiring pre-loved, secondhand, vintage, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, which is totally, totally the way forward. I catered in London um, not long ago for a group of 25 year old girls and they had they had the same plates which was just so lovely oh, good I was really really impressed and again you know they're on the same wavelength of secondhand pre-loved you know they they do they do get it and it's lovely that the younger generation sort of understands that yeah. it's not all about you know fast and no. fast fashion and cheap things and you know, whilst IKEA is great for some things, actually, you know, I think they almost have more of a conscience than, yeah. than their parents. You know, Definitely. and I think that um, that's hopeful. Yeah, 
uh, you know, it, the message has, has got through. And, 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 and in fact, you know, anybody now uh, does consider that when they're making a purchase. And I think that's really important because I've got nothing against mass production. We have, you know, since the 50s, it's been absolutely the go-to for most um, people trying to create a new home. And we all had wedding lists somewhere at some stage, you know, but actually nowadays, you know, I would be happy to take commissions on wedding lists because I just think if That's I'm looking for unusual gifts and, and for things, people to give you interesting things, maybe start with vintage as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't like having the same as everybody else. No. I don't like, you know, that the thought of wearing the same dress to a party. You know, it's it's not it's not a good feeling. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to go into somebody's home and see exactly the same things. No. It's lovely to have, you know, different things that that reflect your personality and your style. Yeah. Um, and I can think you can get that very eclectic mix now from buying vintage. So based on the sort of Victorian idea of the grand tour, where everybody came back with something different from every country, we don't have to do the air miles now. It, there's a lot of it in this country dating from that period. And you can quite happily buy yourself, you know, a little Indian table that's not um, fast production as of now. It's something that was made with proper craftsmanship and care. Yeah. quite a while ago and you can have your you know Staffordshire dogs on the on the on the mantelpiece if you wish and they will be original they won't yeah. be best produced and I just think you can get that really eclectic and individual mix in your own home I mean we don't you know we don't all want to as you say end up wearing all the same things I mean we do live our life in jeans quite a lot of the time still but you know that's by the by um that's a practicality isn't it so um so yes finding that lovely mix that makes your home a real sort of reflection of your your passions and your interests but also things that bring you joy I think that's the thing and if it's not joyous I generally won't source it you know if I think something's a bit bland and a bit average <laughs> I won't buy it <laughs> because I don't think my customers want that I think you know they want something a little bit different yeah absolutely and Justin will you talk to us a little bit about how to shop vintage Absolutely, yes. Um, well, I think a lot of people's introduction to most forms of shopping these days is through social media. And I I certainly wouldn't um, uh, call that a negative thing at all. I think it has opened up worlds and we've all become more au fait with um, any form of shopping online in the last couple of years because of having to. So um, shopping vintage, you can obviously find things on Instagram I mean if you follow a hashtag I don't know say you love vintage vases or something put in a hashtag put vintage vases and follow that and you'll find little things pop up on your feed until they almost drive you mad maybe but you know at the same time you might discover you know different online vintage stores um you can still do this sort of going to a local auction house etc and they still have a massive place but the problem with auction houses at the moment and probably will continue at the moment is the um, additional tax you've got to remember when you're bidding you're not only paying VAT but you've also got the auctioneer's tax so buying vintage online ends up looking incredibly reasonable but yes yeah, find some people you love to follow see what they're like some people will shop will have their shop on something called Etsy so if you haven't discovered Etsy go and have a dig around in there um, I took the vin I took vintage pieces directly to its own website because that worked for me yeah. Um, and um, all of these other services do chip bits off 
the amount you're making every time you sell something so ultimately it's nice to be quite independent of that yeah but yeah no definitely um instagram if you can still get down to your local village fate this summer go and do that because there are still lovely things to be found but online definitely follow some of the um influencers that are in homes and you might find them through looking up interior designers i mean ron um yes rita koenig was one yeah. of my early ones and her very practical everyday approach in fact she was the table chairs lady she just said make sure wherever you sit you know you've got the perfect spot and that is a very sort of it's not highfalutin interior design it's just like what works in your home yeah make, make practical, it sensible so, exactly and people like that like like um Rita, also use um vintage as part of their mix when they are interior designing their clients homes it's yeah. not all about new now it's about getting that very ethical mix yeah i talk um on my efficient home course about stepping outside your home walking in with a fresh pair of eyes and having a really good look around seeing what areas need to be decluttered but also what's working for you yes you know, if you've got a piece of furniture that's not working for you, that's not serving a purpose in the right way, you know, it might be um, a sideboard yeah. that doesn't have enough drawers. You could replace it with a piece that does have more storage and works better for you. And it doesn't, you know, you can sort of do a swap. <laughs> I think that's a really good Sell a piece and buy yeah. a new piece. And it's, I think it's really important that your home works for you in the right way and sometimes you do need to step outside come back I think, in I think, no um, I think it's really good exercise that we should probably all take a, a leaf out of your book on that one Charlie and in, in fact only yesterday I was talking to my mother and she said well I've and I was looking at her on FaceTime and I said well hey what's that picture behind you she said oh you know me I'm swapping them around all the time <laughs> because she does and so that simple thing of you know acquiring a new vintage picture or you know or just changing things around in your home and making sure you freshen it from that point of view as well and yeah. also don't keep loads of things in drawers that never get used I'm sure you're good yeah. at this you know no, so, no point you know it's such a waste of storage space and everything um find a new use for them or yeah if you haven't used I normally say if you haven't used something for a couple of years it's time for it to be rehomed but because the last few years have been a bit extraordinary I'm a little bit more hesitant on getting rid of things <laughs> yeah. our life's a little bit more normal for a while because that thing yeah. might be useful oh, yeah, absolutely. you, you may regret it but also um charity shops definitely I was just going to say I mean that is the best place when you're trying to um, rehome something and you're having a bit of a spring clean or a clear out there are so many charity shops that do need all of our donations and particularly I think they've all suffered. I mean, some of them were terribly savvy and got online and did some really extraordinary things. I think Oxfam is one of the better ones at that. But just your local hospice shop, you know, I know I go in and I drop stuff off um, regularly that maybe my girls left behind when they moved to London and I've checked it with them, obviously. But um, that whole thing of just like, can we let it go now? You know, can it, can it go and have a new life with someone else? <laughs> absolutely but it's also quite a good place to buy things too oh I guess yes absolutely I think um yes possibly um I think if you're if you've got places in your high street that need support definitely go and have a rifle through what they may have whenever um, I drop anything off I always have a quick look I bought a beautiful vase um 
it's for six pounds fifty, and it's it's pink and greens, oh, and it's just really really gorgeous. And it was in the window; it just caught my eyes. I was dropping things off, and I thought, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I tried. I, I sneaked it in. Simon actually hasn't noticed yet. <laughs> um, I think he thinks it's been here forever, which is great. Actually. Well, that's the thing. It's yeah. perfect when things don't look shiny. Well, not so shiny and new, maybe. But um, no, it's lovely. If you are, you can, you must keep your eyes peeled because there are things that are out there, you know, that you can absolutely acquire for next to no money. And they, if they bring you joy, pop them in your home and you know live with them for a bit, and and then find the perfect spot for them. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, Justin, it's been really, really lovely chatting to you. Um, about all things vintage and and you know making your home really feel homely and and lovely with just adding a few bits and pieces now we will leave all of your details in uh the show notes down below so everybody can get in touch but justin will you just tell us your website is um, the website is um, vintagepieces.co.uk and then on Instagram and we're on Facebook, um, it's at the vintage pieces. So um, that's how to, um, you know, follow us on the social. Um, but absolutely, you can um, DM me on Instagram and um, you, there's an email link for me or through the website as well. So if you have things you're looking for specifically or you'd like some advice on something you've seen on the website, um, I can often people like not only to see the stills I do upload quite a lot showing the makers marks and things like that but sometimes people just love a little short piece of film to show them a bit yeah. more detail and I can do I do that for customers as well because sometimes there's nothing like seeing the piece being handled that gives yeah. it a different dimension also useful to scale although I do put all measurements up yeah because sometimes it is difficult to see what the size is going to be so that's something that you do need to be quite aware of when you're buying um, and also I mean you know if there is a little you know some of these pieces are time worn you know they will have a little nibble on them or a little chip on the underside or something so we do make sure that we show you that we tell you that so that you're buying in the full knowledge of you know what condition that piece is in we try and make sure that everything is in lovely condition obviously but sometimes something is so gorgeous you can't resist it and it might have a little nibble and hey who cares <laughs> you know? exactly. doesn't matter oh Daphne, it's been really really lovely chatting to you thank you for your time and um and knowledge and expertise Oh, it's been an absolute pleasure. It's been an absolute pleasure. And um, yeah, no, um, the summer stretches ahead and uh, let's all enjoy it as much as possible, whether it be out in the real world or a little bit of online occasionally on yes. those nice quiet evenings. <laughs> Absolutely. Justine, thank you so much. Oh, happy vintage hunting, Charlie. Good to talk. Bye. Bye. I would be really grateful if you are enjoying my podcast if you would just take a moment to hit the subscribe button it helps other people know that we exist and I would be so grateful of that and leave me a review the more subscribers we have the more episodes I can put on for you so please just take a moment and hit the subscribe button